Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Always proud to have you here every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And a God bless to each and every single one of you out there. I hope that you are enjoying your day, enjoying the early part of your week and making the most of it. Speaking of enjoyment, there's a team that has plenty to enjoy. I sat down with them at the beginning of the season. We just sat down this past week going into the game against Liverpool. And now here we are on the airwaves this morning here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora with the head coach of the West Genesee Wildcats football program. And that is none other than Joe Corley who has continued to win over CBA at home, then go on to CNS and defeat Liverpool in a close one, and will face CNS inside of the Carrier Dome this coming weekend. As always, Coach Corley, happy to have you and happy to be here on the air with you. How are you doing today? Thanks, Dan. Glad to be on the air and glad to still be playing. And, and Coach, uh, bring me into this game uh, through your eyes. You've had some time to let it marinate, sit down with it. Just what you could say about the team's ability to face adversity and respond effectively against Liverpool this past weekend. That's been what they're all about all year, Dan. These guys have been through the ups and downs. They've been down. Um, they've responded, and I'm just so proud of them for for just their ability to fight through those times and come out on top. It's been, it, it's been really impressive, and I'm awfully proud of them. What is it about this team that is able to withstand the adversity? What have you seen from the guys this season that has really shown you that when when they have that knocked down onto the ground, that they have that ability to get back up? What What is it about this team that makes it special and, and strong enough to handle those moments? I think to start, it's just the fight that they each have individually. These guys don't quit on themselves. But more importantly, they don't quit on each other. They have tremendous team unity, and that's not something that started this year. That's something that's been going on for as long as I've known this group. I, I met these guys and first began formally working with them in the summer of 2015 when they were ninth graders in the weight room, and I, I, I saw it that summer, you know, the way these guys just enjoyed being around each other. They pushed each other, and, uh, I mean, they had fun working out together in the weight room, and I, I just saw something in this group that was special, and I knew that when push comes to shove, they're going to have each other's backs, and they're not going to lay down for anybody. Speaking here with Joe Corley, as his team, the West Genesee Wildcats, gets set to face off in the Dome for the Section 3 championship. Coach, uh, thoughts on, uh, before we go back to Liverpool a little bit here, thoughts on uh, the upcoming game with, with CNS you know, a lot of respect to to that team, obviously, here in Central and Upstate New York. Just your thoughts on, on their performance and just what you're going up against coming up here in the Dome. Well, I told my guys yesterday we have to respect our opponents, and rightfully so, because they've, they've earned the right to be where they are. I mean, they're right now, they are considered the standard of Section 3, and rightfully so. I mean, look at what they've done and continue to do, not just this year or last year, but in the last three years. I mean, they haven't lost... Um, to a regular season game in three years now. They haven't lost to a Section 3 team since the Section 3 finals two years ago, and they're not just winning. They're blowing teams out. Um, so they, they deserve our respect. They're very talented. They're very well coached. Coach Klein and his staff have done a great job um, kind of waking up the sleeping giant uh, out in Cicero, for lack of a better phrase. So um, they, they deserve our respect. They've earned it. So we know we need to come in this week and have our best week of preparation and be ready to play our best football we can possibly play and play that perfect game on Saturday to have a shot. 
To speak on uh, your quarterback here, Tyler Cook, just what your takeaways have been from him up to this point, his poise, his ability to help lead the team down the field. Just your thoughts on Tyler. Tyler's an athlete, and he's a very good quarterback, but more than anything, Tyler's a competitor. When you watch this kid play, he refuses to go down on first contact. He's breaking tackles. He's making people miss. He extends plays, and he has the ability uh, somehow to, to keep his eyes down downfield as he's eluding pressure. I mean, there's been so many times where I think a play is dead, and then all of a sudden Tyler pops out and, and finds a receiver downfield for a first down. He's just he's that kind of clutch player. I think that's a testament to his competitiveness. Um, but what impresses me the most is his ability, you know, to make a mistake and then not let it affect him the rest of the game. He threw two interceptions in the last game, but was able to shut that right off and get and get back on it the, the very next drive. Um, so his mental toughness, his ability to handle the emotions of the ups and downs of the game has just been amazing this year. And I'm just really, really proud of him because Tyler's worked very hard for this. He's been working for this his whole life, and I'm just happy to see it paying off for him now. And when we see uh, some of the plays on the other side of the ball, uh, Chandler McAvin, who was obviously with us at the Wildcats Sports Pub this past week going into the game, uh, Chandler recovered a fumble, thought he had gotten into the end zone. Tyler Cook took it from there. Just what you could say about these big-time defensive plays like the one by Chandler McAvin to recover the ball and get the team to the one-yard line to help Tyler Cook in the offense to get that touchdown as well in the game against Liverpool. Another one who's just a, a fierce competitor. Chandler's got a knack for making the big play at, at a big time, whether it be on offense or defense. He just always has a way of getting himself in the right spot. Um, and I, I think along with that, it's just his general, his overall toughness. Um, he doesn't back down from anybody, uh, whether they're bigger, stronger, faster, does not matter. Chandler rises up to the occasion no matter what the situation is. And Brad May has obviously come up big for you. Brad May is uh, is no stranger to wake up call with Dan Satora. The first time that I sat down with you, Coach, he was sitting there with us, and he had the opportunity and took the opportunity into the end zone to have the touchdown difference. It was 14-10 to 10 Liverpool before the Brad May one-yard touchdown run response. Just what you can say uh, about what Brad May has been to this team, his athleticism and his leadership as you continue to move forward. Well, all year long, we've had three productive running backs, and Brad, Eddie Hebert, and Xavier Brumfield, and it seems like um, one of those guys is stepping up for us every week, and it's not always the same guy, but these last few weeks, it seems like Brad has really taken over the team and, and taken control of our offense, at least out of the backfield. It's almost like um, he decided, hey, I'm, I'm the captain, I'm the senior, I'm the guy, it's time for me to take over and lead this team to success, and that's exactly what he's done. He's, uh, he's a great kid. He has, he has a way of, of, of bringing uh, just, just a very loose and relaxed personality to the practice field, but, but always takes it serious, um, never lets his team lose focus, but, but just has a way of keeping the mood light so the guys enjoy being out there. And that, to me, is a leader. You know, he kid that can just be himself but do things the right way. It's, it, it's a lot of fun coaching Brad, and it's even more fun watching the kid play, as you can see the last few weeks. And when you see guys, you know, step up, and obviously you talked about time. You know, this has taken time. This didn't happen overnight. This is a team that has progressed itself over over a period of time that you've watched them grow. Just just to, you know, speak on, on that, on how this team developed through the adversity. We talked about it on the field after your win at home against CBA in the first part of the playoffs. To go a little bit deeper in into the fact that this is not an overnight sensation and, th- and this is not how – 
you know, uh, how things come about. Everybody sees the, the dividends, but the work that gets put in beforehand is the, is the stuff that nobody gets to see. So just to speak on this team, grinding it out and, and finding ways to come together and grow together to get to a point like this. This has been a four-year process for me. Like I said, I, I first started working with this team directly when they were freshmen in the weight room in 2015. And uh, going into the 2016 season, our JV team that year, when these guys were sophomores, they had big numbers, they had talent, um, they, had, they had made a lot of progress in the weight room, and a handful of those guys um, probably could have been on varsity that year. In fact, quite a few of them probably couldn't have been. But um, to me, I, I felt like with this team, I had a sense that there was a very strong unity, and I decided that I wanted to keep these guys together on JV, let them grow together as a team, let them build relationships and become a family, and let them achieve success together. Um, I felt like that was going to be a bigger factor to them being successful at the varsity level than it would getting a handful of those guys uh, varsity experience. So this this has been a, a building process now for several years in the making. Um, but you could you could see every single year from the time they were ninth graders, these guys got a little bit better. They got a little closer, and they finally got their chance to get on the field last year as varsity players, as juniors. And um, you could see them right off the bat uh, contributing on the field. But just more importantly, just just the way they enjoyed practicing and playing together every single day. It wasn't just Friday night. I felt like every day in the practice field was a success for these guys because we could see the growth uh, day to day. We, we didn't win as many games as we would have liked to last year, but uh, we, as coaches and as, as a team, when you put the film on Saturday morning, you could see things that we were doing better, that we were improving on from, from the previous week. So this really has been a process now for four years that is finally now as seniors paying off the way we always wanted it to. Speaking here with Joe Corley, head coach of the West Genesee Wildcats football team as they get set for the Section 3 championship. Uh, this season the team is 8-1. and one. You only have one loss, and uh, and that loss coming to CNS. Just, you know, your thoughts on meeting them again, seeing them again, and knowing that, you know, your team has been able to hold it down throughout the entire season despite that one game is there a sense in an air of revenge, avenging that loss? Just bring me into the fact that your team is, has obviously done what they needed to do to get to where they are, and that one pesky loss is to a team that you're going to face in just a few days. I don't like to base uh, you know, a week too much on revenge. I mean, obviously the kids have a chip on their shoulder and they feel they have something to prove. Um, you know, this is certainly an opportunity to take down the Goliath of Section 3, and I think, I think that alone is enough motivation for these guys to get after it this week. But really, for me, it, it's, it's not so much about revenge, but about let's look at what didn't go right the first time we played them, and let's find a way to make it better. Let's make some adjustments. Let's correct some technique. Let's correct some scheme. Whatever we got to do, um, some mental mistakes that may have taken place, um, let's make those corrections and put ourselves in a position um, to, to succeed at the things that we failed at, uh, you know, week five. I, I just look at it as an opportunity, you know, to retake a test that we failed the first time around. So certainly, you know, I, I don't use the term revenge, but I, I think these guys feel they have something to prove. I think they left the football field week five feeling confident that they know they're able to compete with a team as, as good as CNS. But I also think there was that sense of disappointment, like they let some opportunities slip, and they want to have a chance to fix those mistakes and go at it again. And, you know, here we are, uh, week 10, going into the championship, and we get that shot, so we're going to give it the best we got. 
How do you keep that focus, Coach? I mean, obviously the the team is the team is winning, and so that is you know positive to get to where you are right now. And on top of the victories that you have and being in the Section Three Championship, uh, playing a Goliath that that so many people around the community are talking about and have a lot of respect respect for, has it been difficult to corral the team? Has it been difficult to to keep them focused, or has this been a team that has shown its maturity and has locked down and hung? in and said listen we know that there's a lot of outside noise but we can only play from the inside out that that maturity is what I think is, is showing right now we we came off of the of the win over FM that was obviously uh, kind of an ultimate high force at that point in the season and really for these guys in their careers um, that was that was the biggest win we'd had in many many years um, maybe my biggest win in my career as a head coach just because of the importance it had for our team and our program and we, we did see a little bit of a drop off that week uh, of preparation going into the Rome game, and um, I, I was I had my concerns uh, going into Friday night that we may start slow uh, and, and miss some opportunities, and we did. But um, they overcame that. They recovered by the second quarter, and they played the way they were capable of. And, and since then, we haven't seen that drop off. I thought we had two very good weeks of practice um, for the two playoff games we've, we've played so far, uh, CBA and Liverpool. And I think at this point now. Um, it's just been a matter for us of staying the course, sticking to our routine, um, doing what we know has worked for us this year, and that's all we're going to do. You know, we had our we had our typical Monday adjustment day yesterday, and we're going to keep rolling with our a typical week of preparation um, this afternoon. So it's a matter right now of us for just staying the course, staying focused on what we do best, and, and working to improve at it. That coming from Joe Corley, head coach of the West Genesee Wildcats. Very, very quick, coach. At the end of the game, uh, you you have a very special uh, moment with the team. You don't say, you know, one, two, three Wildcats or one, two, three West Jenny. You always say the name of the team that is up next. And just to speak on uh, that decision, where you got that from, that idea. And I know you and I have talked about it on the air, but I thought it was crucial to bring on the air and, and share this little nugget about the West Genesee Wildcats that after your win over Liverpool, it's it's 1-2-3 CNS or 1-2-3 or, or North Stars. So what can you say about the decision to do that and uh, where you got it from? I'm a big believer, you know, in enjoying the win. I, I think you have to enjoy um, all the work you put in, and there's nothing wrong with celebrating a win. Uh, I know the kids get together with their families. They go to the Wildcat, and I think that's great because they deserve to enjoy the win for all the hard work they put in. But I'm also a big believer in, okay, this one's behind us. Now it's time to move on to the next one. So as soon as that game's over, we're putting our focus on the next opponent, and that's that's what Saturday mornings have all been about. We, we, we do watch the game from the previous night, but we watch it with the intent of correcting our mistakes, learning from our mistakes so they don't happen the following week. So that's just my way of telling the guys, okay, this one's behind us. Liverpool's behind us. Right now we start putting our focus on CNS and moving forward, not looking back. That coming from Joe Corley, and Joe Corley has got a week of practice and preparation, and then you can go out and see them this Saturday at the Carrier Dome. Carrier Dome's been rocking for a lot of big games. This one will be another one of those. Section 3 championship between CNS and West Genesee. As always, Coach, I appreciate having you on the show. Always appreciate your time, and I'm happy that I didn't have any rapid-fire questions coming at me today. <laughs> no problem, Daniels. Those those questions sometimes are tougher than the ones I face on Friday, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm relieved myself. <laughs> well, have a good day, and I look forward to talking with you soon, and obviously seeing you this week. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. All right, take care. 
bit coming from Joe Corley of the West Genesee Wildcats. Once again, the West Genesee Wildcats and the CNS North Stars will face off against one another coming up here very soon on Saturday, November 3rd at 6 p.m. And that game will be inside of the Carrier Dome. The Carrier Dome is going to be open. Why? Because Syracuse is on the road playing Wake Forest in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which means that the Section 3 Championship will call the Dome home on Saturday, November 3rd at 6 p.m. CNS up against West Genesee. CNS undefeated. West Jenny with one loss. And who is it to? CNS. 27-10 27-10 in the regular season at the end of September. West Genesee looking to get that dub this time around, and CNS looking to try and looking to stay undefeated as we move forward. So a big-time game, a huge game, coming up between West Genesee, who I've spent a lot of time with, and CNS, who I've spent a lot of time with. So <laughs> I can't lose in this one because the kids are great, and I respect both of the programs, and and have, have had a tremendous time covering both of them and having our Chick-fil-A Cicero events with, with CNS and having our Wildcat Sports Pub events with West Genesee. And now it all comes down to them facing off against each other. And it, this is going to be truly an amazing game. I guess I'll be sitting directly in the middle of the stadium on the 50-yard line. So God bless to both teams as we get this thing set. West Genesee and CNS playing in the Section 3 championship. Great coach on one side with Joe Corley of West Jenny. Great coach on the other side. CNS is Dave, Dave Klein. And obviously guys like Tyler Cook and, and Ben Rustay and Chandler McCavin and, and Brian Felix and Cole Wade and Brad May and and so on and so forth with Wes Jenny and for CNS, uh, Shy Broadwater and Jai McGriff and Jeremiah Willis and Connor Hayes and Jordan Seltzer. So many uh, great young men that are a part of both of these programs. And, of course, uh, their coaches, their leaders, Coach Klein and, and, and Coach Corley. So big-time game coming up this Saturday. I will be in the Dome. You should be too. I hope you will be. Saturday, November 3rd at 6 p.m. They kick off inside of the Carrier Dome for the Section 3 Championship. 